and we're live. Hello, Internet. I'm Steven, the DM, and this is part two of Stranger Things Starter Set. Let's go around and introduce each other from the top. Bert? Sure, I am Bert, host of Of Steam, Steal, and Murder, the podcast that I am playing. It's a good question. Uh, will the nearly wise be wizard for this game? Okay, that's me. Uh, I am Chuck with the Defenders of Cobalt, and for this fantastic adventure, I am playing Mike, uh, currently the not-so-miraculous, because uh, I have gotten my ass handed to me quite a bit. It's true, he has. It's quite embarrassing. We don't have a mat, so we're going to go ahead and skip him on down to me, I guess, because I'm Seal. Uh, you know, one crit wonder. And uh, I am playing Max the Mad. Mad Max, the, the party half-orc ranger. And like Seal said, we will have Matt from Jowzam's Den joining us in about an hour. And last we left off, you... uh heroes made your way through a cavern full of troglodytes into a labyrinth populated populated by one crazy knight and then managed to make your way into the upside down you are now currently in the middle of a dark wood ash falls from the sky it's desolate the only noise you hear is the cold wind that's constantly blowing it it's freezing cold like the air is ready to turn into a blizzard at a moment's notice and yet there's no precipitation what are you guys doing that doesn't count as precipitation that's not water um, so is the ash, like, sticking, like, snowfall? Like, is there ash on the ground, or is it just flecks in the air? Mostly in the air. There's a bit on the ground, but for the most part, it's not staying there. Even so, is there any sign that where we've whomped into existence, there's, there's foot traffic having been? Like, are we either the first person, or does it seem like anyone that comes out of the maze gets sent here? You do see tracks that look very much like the Thessal Hydra. So we stepped through like a glowing door out of the maze here, right? The door is no longer there. You are in the upside down. That was the gist of my questioning there. So the the Thessal Hydra tracks also just womp into existence where we're at. Correct. Okay, well Max is going to simply point out well, looks like uh, we picked the trail back up easily enough. Uh, on to on to slaying this thing, eh? I'm gonna start following the tracks. Give me a survival check. Hey, the tracks are easy enough to see, but they end up being impossible to follow. They come and go. Sometimes they loop back on themselves. None of it makes any sense you can't tell whether these are old tracks whether they're new tracks you can't tell which direction they're going uh the ash occasionally falls down and messes up the tracks uh 
and you soon lose the trail. Question. Uh, we seem to be in a new dimension here. I want to make sure that my magic uh, still works. So I had a spell up, uh, the armor spell. Does it seem to still be in place? It does. I will take that as a good sign. And I believe you still have like six hours left on that. Yeah. Well, that was quite a jarring change of scenery. Max is going to kind of scratch her head and like spin in a slow circle trying to figure out which way the tracks are supposed to be going and kind of frustratedly sigh and say, guys, I, I think we're lost. That is certainly bad news. Uh, you do see the tracks, though, correct? Yeah, and she, she kind of points at the ground. They they go everywhere. Like, I don't know if the thing was wandering around looking for something or if it just travels through here so often, but I don't, I don't know. This is bad. Uh, we could just pick a pair of tracks and wander aimlessly. I mean, I suppose as long as we're heading the same direction it did and we're not heading backwards, I, I guess that would work. Or the other option would be as if this thing comes through here that frequently we could try and lay low and set up an ambush and capture it or slay it if it comes through again. But I'm a, I'm worried that won't get us any closer to leaving this place. Yeah, with no door back, we, we need to explore. Perhaps it has some other way of coming and going besides just the maze. We could hope so. Does the wizard have any take on this? Does there seem to be, uh, you, you described everything as being kind of bleak and blighted. Is there anything growing? You're in like a perverted version of a forest. There are trees, but they're covered in moss. Sorry, I got sirens coming and going. Uh, there is minor shrubbery, but it, it's all dead and lifeless. Uh, it It's just the upside down version of a forest. Sure. Does there seem to be a horizon, like a sun or a moon? It's very dark, and looking up at the sky, you cannot see anything. It's just pitch black. However, there is a gloom about things, so you can still see somewhat ahead of you. Okay. Uh, well, that is going to make traveling problematic. We have no real way of navigation, I say, uh, pointing at the sky. <laughs> can you, I, anyone see a sun, a moon, a star, something to navigate? Not a thing. No, I can't either. The only hope we would have is maybe scoring the trees as we go by and hopes that we can at least catch ourselves if we go in a circle. Um, 
So your magic still seems to work. I want to try something. Would you uh, be so kind? And Sam, uh, Sam, uh, Max is going to look around for a uh, a rock or something that light could be cast upon. And if not, then I'll just pull out a torch and ask for light to be cast on the torch. Uh, yeah, there are rocks and things like that about. Okay, I want a rock that I could theoretically close my hand around if I wanted to turn the light off. Uh, and I'm going to get light cast on that and see if it actually lights up this weird upside down. I'll Thank cast you. light on that. Does my divine magic still work here? Your magic does still work. Uh, and light is emanating from the rock. However, it does not seem to increase your vision at all. It's weird, guys. It's like some kind of perpetual twilight. And with that, I'm going to, let's see, our our point man is not here. So I guess I will take that, <laughs> um, assuming that Lucas and Max are simultaneously leading us down my failed attempts at finding a trail. Well, I thought Mike was the point man. Wasn't he just wandering into everything? Yeah, uh, yeah I definitely was. <laughs> All right, so you're just picking uh, what looks to be the best trail to follow? Yes, I am frustratedly deciding one and saying, fuck it, this one. You follow the trail for a good 15, 20 minutes. Uh, I'm assuming you guys are like scoring trees along the way, like you suggested, so you can always find your way back. Yeah, I will be. It's either that or we're getting the ropes out again, so... Watch the tree for just a little bit after it's scored to make sure that, um, like the tree, you know, just by the description of the foliage, that the tree isn't just going to ooze back over the scratch. That is a solid point. I'll, uh, as I pass the trees, I'll mar them with my dagger and then, uh, or a crossbow bolt, and then I'll just kind of stand there for a second and eyeball it, make sure it's not healing up or sealing itself back up? As far as you can tell, the mark is staying there. However, you notice after looking away and looking back, the mark is gone. Well, shit. Guys, we got a problem. Mm -hmm. The mark stayed there as long as I looked at it. As long as I... Or as soon as I looked away from it, mark was gone. Well, there are stones laying around. Um... We've already figured that out. Can we make a small pile of stones? Um, and then look away and, and see look if back. something doesn't happen. To, yeah, <laughs> and see if something doesn't happen to that. Let's figure out the rules of this universe. So you uh, quickly make a small pile of stones. It's not too hard. And uh, you spend what feels like an extremely long time waiting for them to move away, and they do not. You said they don't? They do not move away. Everyone eyes off the stones? Yeah, I would look away or move around the other side of a we tree. All, so We all stare up into the sky for a moment like the front of a band album cover, and then we look back down. You look up and see nothing, and you look down and see a pile of stones. I'm going to arrange the pile of stones 
in the crudest arrow that I can, pointing the direction we are heading. You make a dick shape pointed the way you are headed. Well, oh, is that not what you meant by crude? That's what I thought he meant. <laughs> Max triumphantly notes, well, that's not too hard, and then heads out. Uh... Dick jokes. Dick jokes. But um... So you uh, begin moving through the upside down, making a periodic phallic symbols until you realize that there is no longer a trail to follow and the trail behind you has been blown away as well. You are officially lost. Guys, I think we have a situation here. Yeah. I, I have this no idea where weird. it went from here, but we at least have the rocks to lead us back. The problem is, I don't think there's any reason for us to go back. Yeah, I would agree with that. Everyone uh, give me a perception roll. Seventeen for Max. Eleven for Mike. So Will is spending some time uh, really pondering how to get out of this pickle, while Mike and Max uh, are discussing. And you two look around and you notice that you're in the same part of the forest that you met the woodcutter in. In fact, if you look closely, you can almost see like a shadow of a person chopping at a tree. Hey. Well, that's certainly interesting. Uh, I want to go and try and interact with that shadow. What are you trying to do? I ready my arrow. Uh, I'll uh, wave my hand in front of its face, and if that doesn't work, maybe try to, you know... We uh, sweep my hand through its chest or something like that. You can't even see a face because the shadow is so uh, vague and amorphous. inconsistent. Amorphous is a good word. Uh, there is no reaction to you putting your hand in front of it and then sweeping your hand through the torso. Uh, it wisps away like a bit of smoke and it is no longer there. Oh, shit, I broke the shadow, guys. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. So, do you think it's worth following the trail back into the caves of the Upside Down? I think so. That's, you know, we entered this place from the caves. Maybe if we enter the caves again from this place, we'll end back up in our original place. Right. I, I'm just trying Mike, to Mike, the wave. tree is falling. Make a dexterity save. What, which way are you jumping? Oh, shit. Uh, I'm jumping to the left. And my dexterity save is an 11. You jumped the same direction the tree fell. However, you were on the correct side of the tree because you were on the same side where the woodcutter was. It, it appears as if interactions from the real world can affect the upside down. Well, 
That's wild. Guys, I broke the shadow, and it broke a tree at me. Well, that just means that when you broke the tunnel, you've also broken the tunnel here in the Upside Down. I just want to yes. let you know that at this point, you fuck things up on two planes of existence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My mom always told me I would achieve great things. She just didn't say it would be good things. Yeah. Okay, gang. So the way I see it, we have two options. Head to the town in the Upside Down or head to the cave in the Upside Down. The question then becomes whether the Thessal Hydra comes to the cave in the real world, transports to the Upside Down, and then heads somewhere else, or whether it exists simultaneously in the cave in the real world and the Upside Down. What do you think? I say the cave. It makes its lair there eventually, if not there now. It will be there. Yeah, I, I think that sounds right, too. I vote cave. And if nothing else, then maybe there's a way out of this place there. And with a loud crack, a blast of lightning hits a hill not too far from you. Looking over, you see a bit of smoke, and you see a maiden princess. She's wearing fabul a fabulous dress. However, she has armor on her uh, shoulders and arms, and she's wielding a massive sword. She also has a very cute tiara. Is she human? She is human. I call out. Hey, lady. How's it going? She hears you and looks over and gives a quizzical look. Why she's, are you here? She's here in the Upside Down. Like, Yes, she is. smoke. For real. You, you see bits of color and not smoke. Uh, we're hunting the Thessal Hydra and I think we took a wrong turn in the caves uh so that's why we're here why are you here I'm on on a quest that is a of none of your concern well that's rude I told you our quest for your own safety you will not ask any further questions. What day is it? She rolls her eyes and sighs. <sighs> I can tell you how to get to the Thessal Hydra if you leave me alone. Shit, we best, got a deal. Best deal I've heard so far. She points a ways behind her and says there is a cave near the mountains and outside the cave grows very large flowers if you pour the blood of a monstrosity on those flowers you'll return home any monstrosity any that you can find well that's exciting uh, do I remember any mention of any princesses or combat queens or anything of that sort in the region? Uh, roll a history check. 
five. Five. I did a great job. Uh, aside from like the standard folklorist tales of warrior princesses and combat queens, you have not heard of any specific to the area. Now, okay. you told us how to get home, but you you were a little vague on the actual location of the Thessal Hydra. Is it is it here in the Upside Down? The Thessal Hydra uses the same flowers to return to its lair. I wonder what it considers a monstrosity. A monstrosity That's... is a type of creature. No different than an amphibian or a mammal. Yes, he's just saying that, you know, these sorts of things could be relative, I think. I think that's what he's saying. Awkward silence. I agree to that. Just because it's a monstrosity to us doesn't mean that its own children are a monstrosity to it. I do not wish to pursue this argument of semantics. It's all I have. All right, well, <laughs> lady, you have fun on your weird lightning quest. And we're going to go kill the Thessal Hydra. Um, love your hair. Good luck. You should try to find the Demogorgon, she says as she turns to leave. Wait, no, we want... Uh, I don't want to fight another monster. That sounds like a monster. It does sound pretty intense. The Demogorgon is a monstrosity. You will need its blood, as the Thessal Hydra is not here. All right. Fairly well. But where is the... Oh, right. No more questions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Do I know what a Demogorgon is as a ranger who hunts monstrosities? Nature check. Guys, don't worry. I have all of the skills. Eight. <laughs> I've rolled nothing but uh, two eights and a 17 so far. It's pretty great. It's you pretty have... Great. Never once encountered a Demogorgon. You have always heard of it being a mythical creature. Uh, the myths just say that it is attracted to blood and it will eat knights uh, after a that are wounded after a battle. Well, unfortunately, I think we need to go with the knight. I will relay to the group. Um, so, Demogorgons, they're on the level of unicorns and other, like, fictitious, you know, out there mythical monsters. This one apparently likes blood, uh, but I don't really like the idea of just cutting myself and sitting here and waiting. So, let's do a little hunting and see if we can see any signs. I think that sounds like a plan to me. Uh, do we want to head in the direction of the caves? Or see if maybe we can find these flowers before we encounter it? 
yeah, let's let's head towards the cave. Maybe there's something here in the upside down that we could use to either get the Demogorgon's attention or maybe we don't need the Demogorgon after all. Uh, I don't know if Trog's, Shadow Trog's count as a monstrosity, but who knows? We could simply look for the flowers on the way as well. It's true. Yeah. Uh, just so you guys know, the cave that she was pointing to is not the cave that you entered. It sounded like that, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I should have clarified. She was pointing a different direction. Yeah, we're heading towards the cave she pointed to, not not the cave we were in. Uh, my comment about Trogs was based on the fact that Faux Cleric 9000 uh, mentioned there being multiple caves of Trogs. Gotcha, gotcha. I miss him. I, w I wonder what would happen if we ran into the shadowy version of him. Is I'm sure somehow... Mike would just run his hand through him and he'd disappear. There's a strong chance of that, yeah. Uh, getting Patrick Swayze vibes over here. Yeah. Well, luckily, if we did find him, we would have discovered a way for him to be even more shady. Yes, we would. To the cave. To the cave. Uh, Max, make another uh, survival check for me. It's going to be a 12, guys. Five. You managed to make your way to the cave fairly easily. It was exactly where she pointed. However, you were not able to pick up a trail of any sort of creatures in the wood. Are there flowers outside of the cave? There are. They're very large flowers with... Uh, purple petals and they're large enough that you could actually step on one like stand on one like on the flower itself yes so we stand on the flower dribble some monster blood. blood on it and then go home okay do we want to investigate the cave while we're here might as well no use on uh having to accidentally backtrack later on. Um, since my light rock doesn't really work, I'm going to pocket it and get my bow and arrow ready. I'm going to enter the cave and see if the strange lightness continues in places that should be dark. Or if it's actually dark in here. It does. The, the twilight continues even in the cavern. There's no real source of the light. You still have your light rock, but it, it doesn't seem to be offering much other than lighting up your person. Entering the cave, uh, it, it goes about 30 foot before it takes a left turn. Okay, uh, just like a sharp, like does it seem to be man-made or is it natural? No, it's very natural. Uh, again, think upside down version of cave there's still ash inside of the cave but it is definitely a natural formation the turn however is about 90 degrees okay i will creep up and look around the corner looking around the corner you find a t intersection that is again natural I will usher, or I'd, I'll wave to get the group to move forward, and I'm going to head up to the T-intersection, and I'm going to 
Like, I am keeping an eye out for danger, both in terms of, terms of like trap and like signs of something having lived here. Perception check. Uh, hang on. Before you do that, I was going to cast Guidance on him. Yeah, he can add that. Okay, so it's a d4 if you need it. He does. You you do. Okay. I will increase my 5 to a 6 and see what that gives me. You do not find any traps. As you enter the intersection, you look to your left and you see a small room, uh, just a natural cavern, and there are webs thick from floor to ceiling, and you can see the shadow of giant spiders uh, sitting atop them near the ceiling. Looking to your right, the hallway continues a little bit, and then you see a large 20-foot-wide pit. In the floor of the, the hallway? In the floor of the hallway, yes. Are there any? Is there any way to get around it, or does it take up the whole cavern? It It's just a giant chasm that runs through the floor of the cavern, so there's no way to go around it, no. Okay. Uh, I turn around and go, okay, guys, left, shadowy spiders, right, shadowy chasm into the abyss. Thoughts? Those are two horrible... Wait, pause for a moment. <clears throat> if this is a reflection of our normal world, uh, and we have some bearings, we know roughly what direction we came from the cave, what would be there in that hole in our normal world? I haven't spent too much time up in the caves of the mountains. I would assume it would just be some sort of ravine or chasm, either naturally occurring or washed out by a river or, or something. Um, I'll um, walk over to the edge and look down into the hole. Any kind of like uh, knowledge or history check we could make to know more about like this location in our world, what would we find here? Like who inhabits these mountains? What were known to be in these caves? Yeah, you can give me a history, a nature, or survival. I'll take any of them. Mm, beats me. Apparently I never left the schoolhouse. You haven't uh, explored the caves much. Most of the time you stay further south. Uh, Max, as far as you know, you, you've heard the rumors of troglodytes. Uh, there's so many caves here that it really could be anything. That's what I figured. Um, does looking into the chasm give me anything? The chasm just disappears into the darkness. I don't think we should try to jump that. I think we're better off with the spiders. Um, at least you can wave your hands through them and make them disappear. It's 20 foot wide. If you you feel like if you got a really good running start and you really nailed your jump, you could do it. But there's also a good chance you'd fall. Yeah, I'm going to go with the spiders. And I'm going to head into the spider room and do my best to avoid any webbing. Do I see any path out of here? Uh, doing your best to avoid webbing is almost impossible. You uh, get it all over you. The 
web really does span from floor to ceiling, wall to wall. Moving through, uh, you're moving through the web actually seems to get a reaction from the spiders. They start scurrying about in the room. None of them make any movements towards you. And they're still shadowy. You, you feel like they wouldn't be able to harm you even if they did. Exploring the room, you find that it is entirely a dead end. Okay. I'm going to reach out and do the movie scene where you pluck on one good strand and let it, you know, harp cord for a second and see what that does. Whether the spiders run towards it or away from it or just like can't seem to figure out what's going on. The web sticks to your finger and you accidentally pull it down. And then the spiders begin scurrying as if trying to figure out where it could have come from. Okay, guys, so the real world can change things here. And I feel like here we have a very small impact on the real world. But what I'm supposed to do with that information, I don't know. Bear in mind, guys, that Max is covered from head to toe in spider webs. Yeah, I'm, I'm mummy out of this room back to y'all. Okay, that's really gross. You should not touch me. Second... Don't you have some sort of spell to clean this up? Uh, no. No, I don't. I start pulling spiderweb off my sleeves. It sticks to your hands. I rub my hands on the cave wall. Your hand sticks to the cave wall. And then you yank it free. Mm. So that room was a dead end? Total dead end. It's a dead end full of spiders and a chasm into absolute nothingness, or we head back into the forest. Well, fuck that chasm. Uh, I guess let's go check out the other caves. I mean, we know where the flowers are now, so... That's one mystery down. It's true. As long as we have some method of keeping where this place is in mind. But remember, we can't really make marks, so it's up to rocks and other breadcrumbs, I guess. That is true. I'm worried, like, we could try and take a flower with us, but I'd be worried that I don't know if cutting it breaks the spell. Yeah, I would be worried about that. I don't know. I I don't want to tread water here. I I think keeping moving is probably important in this place. So, wander the forest a bit? Yeah, uh, in the general direction of uh, of the other caves. You're trying to find the cave you originally went to? That's what I'm thinking. What do you guys think? 
I think so as well. I mean, if the door that got us through here is broken, what we'll be interacting with is the cave as it is on this side. So if the Tesla Hydra uh, uh, lives here, uh, eventually it will be back to those caves, yes? It, it is its home in our world. The weird princess lady said it's not here right now, but yeah, it, but it does will seem be. to make sense that it would come back. But if it's if it's not here and it's not in town in our world, I don't know where it would be, but that's better than wandering well, the forest. It is a large creature. If we find its lair in these caves, we would have a better idea of where it would enter and exit. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. Let's go to the other caves. And at least with finding this flower place again, we know there's some correlation. If we can maybe hopefully find that tree cutter again, we'll be able to see where the princess was, and from there we'll be able to follow her instruction again. Also, uh, if the Thessala Hydra also uses these flowers to transport back and forth, it seems that anywhere we find uh, these flowers is a likely way that it is getting backwards and forwards. As, as yeah. it would have to use the same entrance and exit as we do. That is true. So let us find its lair. Uh, follow what paths see if they lead to any groups of these flowers. So the group of you moves out of the cavern and you begin trying to orient yourselves to find the previous cave. Uh, someone give me a survival check. 23. Ooh. Oh, damn. Max, you know exactly where it was that you came from, and you you even know that you can take a shortcut to get there. You're so confident. And miraculously, on your way there, you come across some tracks that seem to be of interest. What kind of tracks might they be? Bipedal with two clawed toes. Do it I know to be if... a very large creature? You have not seen these types of tracks before. From the rumors and folklore of the Demogorgon, do I know that it's bipedal? You wouldn't really know. Okay. Um, regardless, I'm gonna. The tracks do look fresh, though. Uh, guys, something's here. Um, fresh tracks, large, two feet, wicked claws. Um, I think this might take precedence over the cave. Yeah, if we got a lead on some some monster blood, that's we need that if we even want to think about leaving this place. I'm down for following it. Agreed. I attempt to follow the tracks. Are you trying to be stealthy? I attempt to follow the tracks as if I was hunting a creature, yes. I'll give you a, a guidance uh, as well to assist. Everyone give me a stealth check. I'm going to need that guidance. 
I want to be ahead of the group a little bit, especially the armored individuals. Yeah, I didn't roll as great. Max, you uh, are a bit ahead of the group, and you soon come across this large, gangly creature. It almost looks like an emaciated human, but then you see it lift its head up, and it has no face. It's just like a, a flower bulb for a head, and it twitches around as if it gets a scent of something, and then it opens up its head into five petals that are full of teeth and its entire face is just this maw uh, a mouth and it lets out this terrifying screech and it turns your direction everyone is going to roll for initiative okie dokie don't forget I gave you tokens guys Max girl what happened you were doing so okay last game, and now it's all fours. All right. Um, sorry. I'm actually able to click on all the tokens. Which ones will, or does it really matter? I guess it does if we're rolling initiative. Yeah. I... The second one from the left is will. Yeah. yeah. The, the wizard looking one. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I don't have the ability to like name them or anything, so I just went with things that looked like things I mean that looks like a cleric right yeah, yeah good. I figured it out Mike the Miraculous you are going first this creature is obviously uh, aware of your presence you're probably 60 foot away Okay, I want to move up maybe 20 feet, just a little bit in front of Max. I want to get my shield up, uh, and then I also want to cast Sacred Flame at it. Dex save. Yeah. It Shit. passes. And there's no damage on a save on that. Not on a cantrip, I believe. Correct. Well, Anything I else tried, guys. Time? Nope, I'm just going to hold the front line, hopefully. He, he tried. Just call it a day and go home. Right. Lucas is going to draw his uh, great sword that was given to him by Sir Tristan. And he's going to have to dash to reach it. But he gets right up to it in melee range to tank it. The Demogorgon is going to turn on Lucas and lunge at him, trying to grab it with both claws and have its mouth come at him. He, Lucas manages to parry both of the claws, but can't block the bite. Will, you are up. Or Max. 
A Mexican ticket. Max is eating a cookie dough. All right. Uh, well, Will will cast Ray of Frost. <laughs> that is a miss. It, it's a little hazy. It, it's dark out. You can't quite get a good line of sight with Lucas in the way. Um, sorry, I'm trying to figure out if Hunter's Mark is a bonus action. It is. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark. Uh, real... Go ahead. Will, did you have anything else you wanted to do after Ray of Frost? I don't, I don't have any bonus actions, um, so no. Did you want to move closer or just stay put? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you okay. could come and hide behind me. All right, Seal, you're up. Uh, I'm going to scooch over next to uh, my good clerical friend. Cast Hunter's Mark on it, which unfortunately didn't link the thing. Shoot with my longbow, and then I'll link what Hunter's Mark does for you. Doesn't matter, I missed. It's all eights today's guys. You got that one net 20, but that's all you got. Well, that brings us back to Mike. Uh, I'm going to move maybe 10 feet closer to it. Uh, not wanting to get super close, but wanting to be close enough to maybe support Lucas if I need to. Uh, and then I'm just going to sacred flame at it again. I'm really holding out that if it fails to save, a little radiant damage will do some good. It's so distracted by Lucas that it doesn't even see the sacred flame coming. And you manage to get some holy burn on it. Nice. Uh, and then I hunker down for the end of my turn. I'm going to click a thing just so I can read better. Sorry. Lucas is going to be swinging with his greatsword. As the sword swings through the air, it begins to hum and uh, a faint glow happens as it cuts through the Demogorgon's flesh. Ends up doing 14 slashing. Well, that's nice. The Demogorgon is not pleased. Takes out all its anger on Lucas. For 16 damage. Lucas is down to one hit point, guys. Well, that's bad. Will, you're up. Okay, uh, I will try another Ray of Frost moving so I can get just a little better uh, vision line. Oh, there we go! Critical hit. Nice. You get a nice solid hit, and the Demogorgon's flesh begins to freeze up and crack. Anything else on your turn? Uh, other than just keeping my distance. Max. The, uh, the wife has decided to take a bath upstairs. I'm sorry if y'all can hear that. It's not bad. Okay. 
does the 13 hit? It does not. I would like to move the... You said Lucas had to dash, so I'm going to move half the distance. Uh, I, I can't get to him this turn, but... I'm going to be halfway between the clump and the dying friend. Got it. So you're about 30 feet away. Mike, your turn again. Okay. Uh, what's the distance between me and Lucas? Uh, 60 feet. Even with the the 30 feet I've moved forward since combat started? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you moved. Uh, yeah. 30 feet away. Okay. Uh, I want to move up. I believe my movement is 30. Okay. 35. Okay, I want to move up right next to Lucas. Uh, right behind Lucas. Uh, and then I want to cast Cure Wounds on Lucas. He is eternally thankful. Uh, four. Nine HP. Uh, I have one spell slot remaining. Uh, and then I'm You can going see to... his wounds stitch up and the flesh grow back as you're radiant healing energy courses through his veins very nice uh and then with that i stay where i am and end my turn lucas swings with the great sword yet again easily hitting doing 15 damage but the demogorgon has the scent of blood he can tell that Lucas is weak. He has advantage on these attacks, so that is a crit. Crap. And Lucas falls down to the ground unconscious. And with his body out of the way, Mike, you see that the Demogorgon's wounds have actually begun to stitch themselves up as well. Well, that's bad. Will, you are up. Wow. Okay. Um, I am going to get a bit closer as it looks like things are falling apart here. Uh, and I'm going to, as I'm closing in, uh, do another freezing spell here. Fourteen does not hit. Oh, okay. I trip over something as I cast my spell. It was so close, but the Demogorgon just moved at the last second. Max? Does a 23 hit? It does. Has it taken damage? It has. 17 damage total. Your, your arrow pierces through its thick hide. And the Demogorgon is looking very battered and bruised. Mike, you are up. Lucas is unconscious in front of you. Oh, crap. I grab my mace out, and I move up and strike at the Demogorgon. 16 hits. Nice. I did something. Good job, me. Uh, and then also, I'm going to 
expend my final spell slot to cast Healing Word, uh, dealing three damage. It's a, a bonus action. I'm sorry, three yeah. healing to Lucas. What are you telling him? What's the word? Uh, not today. And then heal, heal, heal in honor of Game of Thrones tonight. So you rush forward, you slam your mace into the Demogorgon's already wounded arm where it's been frozen and shattered. And then you look towards your fallen companion, say not today, and you can see Lucas's eyes open. That is exactly it. He jumps up to his feet, grabs his shiny greatsword, and swings yet again at the Demogorgon. But it is not enough. He's too wounded and too weak. The Demogorgon is still in a frenzy. His wounds are stitching back up again. And he again is going for the person that's covered in the scent of blood. Lucas is down once more. Oh, crap. That's not good. Will. All right, uh, getting closer yet again, and I'm going to expend my last uh, level two slot to cast Magic Missile in that. Uh, um, let's see, what does that do? That gives me an additional D4 or additional. Um, Should be missile. another D4, another missile. I'm going to click it, then I'll have to add another D4 to it here. I think you have to click it for each missile anyways. Do. Oh, so okay. You would just click it four times. Fourteen, 14 points. Demogorgon is hammered by your magical barrage. Anything else on your turn? Uh, as I said, other than getting closer, I'm still trying to... I don't want to get within its melee range, but I'm trying to get closer that, so if I have to drag somebody away uh, that I'll be able to. So you're probably uh, about 30 feet away if this is the first turn you're moving closer. Uh, no, I moved Max closer is, last turn, too. Okay, so this turn you can be about 10 feet away, and you can easily sure. pick someone up if you need to. Okay. And Max, I know you've moved closer as well. Yep. Currently, the tokens are indicative of 5 foot, so um, Mike is up on it. I'm behind Mike, but to the side so I can shoot, and Will can have caught up to me or be a step behind me, his choice. Probably step behind. I'm still okay. very cognizant that I'm so squishy magic user. Okie dokie. Uh, I'm gonna staying near where uh, Lucas is down. Try to shoot across Lucas at this thing that's wailing into him. Nope. 11 misses. It's too hard to get a good Good shot between it moving in the twilight, messing with your vision. You're not using your normal vision. You're not using dark vision. Oh, you don't even have dark vision. Never mind. Anything else on your turn? Nope. Mike. Bring us home, Mike. All right. Uh... He's looking beat. He's bruised. He's battered. He's cut. 
the... hammer it home before he heals himself. Yeah, let's let's see what we got with this mace attack. Okay. That's a hit. He's looking incredibly pummeled, and you break his arm. You can feel the crack under your mace, but he's still up and moving. And then that's all I got. I stay right there, hopefully drawing his attention. Lucas has to make a death save. So close to a crit. It's a success. He's fine for now. But the Demogorgon cannot be satiated. He heals the broken arm, stiffens, and then you hear another crack as it gets bent back into place. And he lashes out at you, Will. Or Mike, sorry. Bring it. I was really scared there for a second. Mike, are you wounded? Do you have full uh, HP? I have full HP. Okay, it does not get advantage then. Uh, Does a 15 hit you? No, 19's my score. So it only does 11 piercing. You manage to block the claws, but the bite digs in. Will, you are up. Okay, I'm going to throw Magic Missile again, um, but at its normal level. You've got this. So 13 points of damage. It's incredibly close to being dead. You're cracking its ribs and torso together with the force of your missiles. Way to put the pressure on me, who hasn't rolled good at all. Also, hi, Maverick. Sorry. 13 does not hit. Sorry, guys. Your dice have not been with you tonight. I have a plus 6 and can't roll higher than a damn 8. Mike, if you get a solid hit, you'll finish it. Well... Now that you've uh, jinxed, you. jinxed it, yeah. Yep, sure did. You got I, uh, oh. I just hold steady there. With hoping. its jaws around you, piercing, you just can't quite get the angle to hit it. Lucas is looking good, though. However, the Demogorgon's ribs begin popping back into place, repairing itself after the magic missile. And it goes after Mike again, who is wounded this time. You said 19 to hit? 19. Just that crit? 18 slashing damage as a claw gouges at you. I'm down. Will, you have two friends down. The monster is looking towards you. I'm going to make the breach, and I'm going to unload my last level, my last slot, uh, another magic missiles into Nine points. You keep hammering it, but it's not enough with how much it's been healing itself this whole time. 
Max. I focus on my breathing. I go back to all the basics, you know, back in middle school archery. Take 20 on this check. <laughs> all right. Release. Nope, 14, which I believe we have Not noted enough. don't hit. Uh, I'm going to scooch f into melee with it so that it can't go after Will. Guys, this might be a TPK. Mike, give us a death save. Okay. Ooh. All right. One step closer to not dying. Lucas is stabilized. Now, do you guys want me to fudge some dice here so that oh, we can man. keep playing, or do you want to... Oh, man, oh, man. let them fall where they may. Okay. Right. The, the Demogorgon box. begins to heal itself yet again. And it starts headed towards Max. What's your AC? 17. Are you wounded? The first one hits me and then wounds me, if that matters. So we'll be wounded for the second two. Yeah, I'm not going to count it that way. I haven't been. Oh, I'm sorry. Not the second one. So the first one hits you for seven piercing. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I skipped Will in the turn order. Go ahead, I Will. just remembered I have a wand of magic missile. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Uh, what level does it cast at? Uh, level one. How many charges does it have, and can I burn multiple charges? Uh, let me look. The book does not say how many charges it has. Ah, I guess I'm wondering if I can just blow off all the charges in one barrage. <laughs> uh, roll a d4. All right. It has two charges. You can blow them off in one barrage, or you can save it for two hits or two uh, attacks. Okay. So is it just a, a level one just gives you one D4 magic missile or do you get two at level one? You cast, uh, I, I would say it works like a normal casting. So you get three missiles or you can upscale it for four missiles. For I am upscaling it for four missiles. I'm right in its face and I got to jam the wand into it as I let it go. Thirteen points. Again, you have crushed its rib cage once more. It's struggling to breathe. Max, you can pick up the sword. Uh, just drop your bow and pick up the sword. That'd be your uh, free interaction. I do that. I drop the bow. I pick up the sword and I give it the the great sword. 
Yeah, the plus one. Uh, Are you proficient with it? I'm a ranger. Should ranger be proficient should with be everything. proficient with everything. Uh, martial weapons and support. Shouldn't you have dark yeah. vision too? Oh. Uh, the character sheet you gave me says martial and simple weapons. So then you're good. I make it is most... currently functioning as a plus four greatsword. Oh, so not a plus one. So I'm too lazy to drag another sword to my sheet. So just add I, I've been add. doing plus one and adding three to his attacks too. 15? And you needed that extra three. The fifteen hits. Uh, I still get Colossus. How do you want to kill it? With all of my dice on the table first. Yeah, suck on all that. Nice. Um, this is the like. You could have done that towards the beginning of the fight. It would have helped you out a little bit more. I mean, yes. Uh, this is the most awkward. Like, have you seen the Assassin's Creed trailer where the guy kills the guy with the bow on his foot? Well, like, I drop my bow and grab for the sword as it lunges at me, and it's a like knee jerk defensive ish swing that like finally catches him as I fall back on my ass and land in the ash next to my two friends. And I'm going to immediately roll over and tap uh, Lucas with a uh, a healing spell because I don't know that he's stabilized. So, like, the most clumsily, terribly executed swing that's just good enough to, to get this thing when it thought I was being finished off and then scramble through the ash to boop Lucas back to life. For a whopping two points because my dice today. The Demogorgon falls to the ground after your last blow. Lucas is now conscious with two hit points. Mike, make your death save. Okay. Okay, that's a success. I'll take it. Lucas. I was going to say, I don't know if Lucas has lay on hands, but that's what I would ask for. Lucas gets up and sees that Mike is down and immediately... Uh, did he use lay on hands last session? I think he gave him he, one hit point last time. Yeah, he used one yeah, point out of it. Question. And he's got Paladin level times five, so he's at 50. So he's just going to give you 14 points, Mike. He's going to put oh. everything into you. I'll take it. Yeah, question? Yeah, if you have the medicine skill, can you keep people from having to make death saves? You can so stabilize them with the medicine okay. skill. You can't heal them, though. They wouldn't gain any hit points. They'd just oh, that's be fine. Just so I know. Okay. As Lucas puts lay on hands into Mike, the Demogorgon begins twitching on the ground. And it begins stitching itself back up. Burn it with fire. It gets up and attacks at Max once more. Who is wounded, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Those all hit. And 35 damage is just like enough if I was at full health. So I'll go ahead and just put myself back down. I'll just put all these tokens back over here so you can kill us. Will. 
All right, so I should still be close to it. So I'm going to use uh, Shocking Grass. <laughs> that <laughs> nice does hit. hit, but a measly two points of damage. Is that all you got? I got nothing else. <laughs> all right. Max, make a death save. 16. Passes. Mike, you're up. The Demogorgon is over Max's body. Okay. I do not believe, I don't remember if I've used my channel divinity. Uh, but, you know, you did. some skeletons around a corner one time. Oh, yeah, you did turn undead. Oh, shit. All right. Well, then I am not going to use my. I am going to smash this fucking thing in the face with my mace. I am not going to smash this thing in the face with my mace. The adrenaline rush from just waking up from the brink of death. You swing at it instinctively, but it's just too wild. You can't connect. Yeah, that's exciting. Lucas is going to grab his greatsword back from Max and swing at this creature. The Demogorgon is down yet again. All right, burn it this time. Uh, I sacred flame the shit out of it. Technically, we're in combat, but I'm going to let you... Oh. Uh, actually, Radiant wouldn't matter. You need to do fire damage to it. Out oh, of character. Shit. Okay, I don't have fire. Someone burn it. Uh, we only got one fire guy in the party. Does, he does got burning fire? hands do enough damage that it would set something on fire, or is it just going to If it does fire it? damage, then it'll negate his regeneration. Do you have a fireball? I'm, I'm out of... I've got one slot left total i mean this is fire bolt. it, it, it would have been a cantrip but uh the wizard does not have that sheet or have that cantrip that's that's nice great the demogorgon so begins that's it. burning hands yeah that that'll do it the demogorgon begins twitching but the flames burn faster than it can heal and the body is smoldering and smoking, and it's this horrible, horrible stench. But then it stops moving. You have survived the Demogorgon. Holy shit. All right, well, if Max anyone hasn't. looks like they're, they're dying or not moving, I'm going to try and do some medicine to keep people from bleeding out. If... Did I just I get here for the end of the adventure? Uh, <laughs> no, you... you almost died, though. Yes, you did. Uh, I That's can assist fair. in that. I'm also skilled in medicine. All right. So, Bert, make a medicine with advantage because you're being helped. There we uh, go. Matt, to fill you in, you have just slain the Demogorgon. You are still looking for the Thessal Hydra. The Demogorgon was a tough fight, and you almost all died. Okay. Sounds fair. Uh, Max, you are stabilized. Uh, roll to see uh, how many hours before you are conscious. Roll a what? Uh, isn't it a 1d6 minus con, I want to say? I, I don't remember. I don't remember. 
Can I just have yeah. the paladin give me a boop? He used all his lay on hands on Mike. I, oh, I put yeah, everything into it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jose, oh, yeah. I, I used all your healing too. Okay. Oh, now I roll high. I'd forgotten I'd used Arcane Recovery last session, so I had uh, that last spell slot. <laughs> but now I'm completely tapped out. We should uh, definitely maybe try and find someplace safe to hide for the uh, night. Uh, we should also take the corpse of this uh, Demigorgon with us. Its blood is seeping into the ground. We just need its blood. <laughs> um, I don't think we have anything to capture blood. We have those empty potion bottles. That'll do. Okay. Can I hack off like a finger or anything from this thing? You're still sleeping. You got four oh, hours. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll, yeah. uh,. I'll fill up my jar, and then I'll hack off some fingers and try and use a bit of cloth to tourniquet them to keep that precious monster juice inside. You manage to fill up a whole potion bottle with uh, the monster blood. It's a messy process, but it's not too difficult. And uh, Lucas the Loyal, who seems to have been in a stupor most of the adventure, finally comes to and realizes that he's been fighting the Demogorgon. Huh? 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 What? What happened? We got our asses kicked. Oh, at least uh, you're all alive. Hey, for now, yeah. That is accurate. We should find a place to rest. I agree wholeheartedly. Are you looking to go back to the cave you were at? As much as I hate shadow spiders, I think that's the safest place that I know of. If we can find our way back. You didn't get too far before you found the tracks, so it's not too far to find your too hard to find your way back. Uh, I'm assuming you're carrying Max with you. You're not just leaving her. Yeah, no, we'll, uh, we'll carry Max. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it only takes you about a half hour to get back to the cave. You're going a little bit slower because of the orc. Yeah, let's. Uh... Hunker down. Uh, I can take first shift. I will take last shift. How long are you planning on resting for? Like a long rest? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need it. Very much so. All right. So uh, go ahead and roll a perception check for first shift. That's me. Ooh, I did a good job. You always do a good job. Everyone you, else is sleeping you soundly. That combat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear uh, it. Everyone is sleeping soundly. Uh, the upside down is 
eerily quiet. It It's hard for you to even focus on what could be coming because you're so distracted by not being able to sense anything. But your shift passes uneventfully. Okay. I rouse the next person and then promptly pass the fuck out. Bert. Roll perception. About halfway through your shift, Max wakes up. Your shift, again, passes by very eerily, but nothing happens. And I'm assuming we're breaking the night up into three shifts then, instead of four, since Max was out. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. And I'll All get right. up the last person for the last shift. All right, Lucas the Loyal. You're feeling a bit more rested because it's towards the end of the shift. You're a lot more alert. There is nothing visible in the distance in the forest or further on in the cave. Your shift passes uneventfully. However, it appears as if your wounds have not healed. None of you are able to spend hit dice. Max, you are up with one hit point, and that is all you have. Do we recover spell slots and abilities? You do. Okay. Uh, who is all injured? Well, I'm sorry. We're resting. I'll, I'll stop cutting in. My bad. No, we're done <laughs> resting. We're at the end of the rest. I think everybody's injured. No, I don't know. I'm down to two hit points. I got the 14 that you, you healed me. Max has one. Will, you turned out pretty good, right? Yeah, I wasn't damaged at all during that. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm healing myself. Yeah, why don't you... Well, I'll just burn up my channel divinity. I have the ability to put out... Uh, what is it? It's... 15 we're level what three i can do yeah. 15 points divided how i want uh so i'll give uh i'll give you seven and max the rest Eef. okay so max got eight hit points from you then yeah All right, you are all somewhat healed in this cave. Still very battered, bruised, and tired. I'm going to swap out some of my spells when, uh, since I'm able to regenerate spells. Yeah, no problem. What are you guys planning on doing? The flowers outside the cave are the ones that you were told you would need to go home. You currently have the Demogorgon blood. Ignore that, I'm just trying to get the description. Uh, click on the gear. It'll open up the spell in the description oh, for okay. you. Thanks. I'm going to lay on hands myself to get back up to full hit points. And how many does Max need to get up higher or to full? I have 9 of 28. Um, It's fine. I can give you 7 more hit points, and that's all my lay on hands in. <clears throat> 
I would rather you use them for waking people up in combat. I have cure wounds also. I'm saving those. It's your call. I've, I've got a bunch of healing spots as well, but I was going to save those for future combat. How about the pair of you and Max motions to Mike and Lucas. How about the pair of you just don't go down in the future so that I don't have to run forward and finish the fights for you. And I'll just hang out. Hey now! <laughs> you know, sadly, that's been my plan so far. Uh, one of these times, I'll figure out how to execute. Okay, well, let's let's just stick with that. But what what's our plan here? Do we do we go home? Do we look for this Thessal Hydra here? Should we, should we use the flowers? When we talked to the princess, did she say? The Demigorgon or a Demigorgon? She said the Demigorgon. Demigorgon. We still need to find the Thessal Hydra. That was our mission. Well, let's let's use the flowers. And if nothing else, we get back home. And if we don't find the Hydra, we can always take a proper rest since... This place gives me the heebie-jeebies. And so we'll we'll go back to the cave, and if we're back where we started, then we're back where we started. But so be it. Anything beats this place. Okay. I'll, I'll go with that. It's, I mean, maybe we don't have to use all of the blood on the flowers. Let's just try to save some in case we end up back here yeah i got fingers and uh a small bottle so maybe we can just try to use the fingers and uh save the bottle for the future all right so you go out out the cave and you squeeze out an entire finger onto a flower and nothing happens so you squeeze out one more Nothing happens. Wait, are we standing on it? I assume. If you want to. Are you standing on it? I, Yeah, I would have stood on. It, it only holds about one person. It is a big flower. But you can't all get on there as a group. I thought there were multiple flowers. I thought There are multiple flowers, but I'm talking about the one that he's actually pouring it on. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll offload the rest of my blood to the other's take a single finger, stand on it, and then juice it. You juice that finger, and nothing happens. Well, like, fuck. Like no blood comes out, or the blood does come no, out? No, the blood does... comes out, and you can tell that the flower kind of like absorbs it. Whether or not it's enough, or if it's just not working, you're not sure. Well... Do you think she lied to us, guys? Either... I think perhaps it, it needs more blood. We might as well try uh, upload that flask on it. If the finger wasn't enough, I mean, the flask itself may not be enough either. Let's 
use it all. See what happens. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm just worried that we'll get separated. Should we go try and retrieve the Demigorgon corpse and bring it back here? Uh, it's been 10 hours. I, I don't think we're going to get too much more out of it. Yeah. We also burned it up, too. <laughs> that we did. It was smoldering. Uh, everyone huddle close and blood on the flower. Okay. Is somebody standing on the flower? I... I mean, probably not if you have to pour it on the flower. <laughs> we can all just stand around it. Land. So everyone gathers around the flower. Mike, are you doing the honor? Yeah, I'll pour it out. Everyone give me a dexterity check. Mm, check, not save, right? Save, sorry. Okay. All right, sorry, I'm looking for where it is on the sheet. It is in the second column underneath where it says proficiency bonus. Saving throws, and you just click on the word dexterity. So directly to the right of your dexterity score. Well, that's the big fat fail. You empty the flask, and there's a loud bang as these spores on the flower just burst open violently everyone is pushed back a little bit bird is knocked prone and then as you press the stars out of your eyes you see that there is a cross planter gate coming out of this flower it's just like a ring in the air and it's two-dimensional and you can see the material plane on the other side. Well, that worked better than expected. Uh, I'll go help up Will, and then uh, I'm ready to go through. Yeah, yeah I'll step through the through. gate. When the last of you steps through, the gate closes behind you, and you are now in the same area. You're still in front of the cave, and you still see the cross planter flowers but your home sweet home back on the material plane. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. It's good to be back. Well, guys, I feel kind of silly about having rested in that place now, considering that it didn't do <laughs> us much good. Yeah. Well, you know, you learn and shit. <laughs> uh, one thing that I would like to note is that this cave we're next to is full of giant fucking spiders. Yes. Uh, we should vacate the premises. Back you towards... also see Thessal Hydra tracks and several humanoid tracks as well. well Do shit. they look like trog tracks from yesterday? They look very similar. Going into this cave? And out. The Thessal Hydra tracks are going in. You do not see Thessal Hydra tracks going out. Spiders it is. <laughs> Max says, I just want to point out that the Thessal Hydra stomped all the way back, stomped into that other cave, apparently went through the upside down. I don't know. 
Why why is it in this cave instead of that cave? I don't care. And she fishes out her flashlight rock and asks for light to be cast upon it. I cast it. So we got this cave. We already know that there's spiders in there and a giant pit. Does anyone have a plan for our giant pit? Because I didn't see any way out of the spider room, so I don't think we need to go in there at all. Well, we don't entirely know. You know, maybe it's a pond or something on this side. We should eyeball it. Okay. Um... Short sword out and light rock out. I lead the way in, being cognizant for danger. Left around the corner, up to the T, turn right, and to the chasm. Marching order? Uh, before we go, I'd like to cast uh, my armor spell again. Got it. I'll let Max take points. Why don't I actually... I'll take the lead. I'm sorry, I'll take the, the rear. That way our wizard doesn't get ambushed. All right, I'll take the lead then. So Max and Lucas are in front with the casters in the back. You recognize this cave immediately from your time in the Upside Down spending in it. You take a left around the corner and you come to that intersection and you immediately see the spider nest on the left and it looks as if they've been hard at work uh, repairing what damage has already been wrought upon it. You can see them scurrying about and they seem to pay you no mind. Looking to the right, you see an abyss, a chasm 20 foot across. Uh, out of character, remind me, jumping rules, you can move how far on a running jump? I do not remember, and we're not technically using them. It, it looks as if you could try to jump it. Okay. Well, then I will stop Cast guidance to help. Hey, we're near a forest. Why don't we just see if we can't lash together uh, some thick tree limbs or something? It is 20 foot across. You would need... I mean, we're not all going to make that jump. <laughs> do you, do we could fell a tree and make, yeah. make a bridge, right? We have a lot of rope. Well, we're going to need that for the special time. Uh, does you anyone... guys can do that. It'll probably take 8 to 10 hours to fell a tree and like carve off the branches so you can, and then dragging it in. Why don't I... Won't go around that corner either if it's twenty foot long. We can. What What do you hire... need from me to jump this fucking thing? I need you to say you're jumping it. Hang on, hang on. Hey, we can also make so... a simple rope bridge. Whoever's going to jump, take some rope with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, let's about to do. Uh, tie rope. a rope to you. I'll cast guidance on you, and then the rest of us can hold the other end, expecting you to not make your jump. I doff all of my pack and haversack and all that craziness and I do the like you know loosening up my legs like feet to ass stretches and stuff and I, I don't get too close to the spiders but I, I, I back up and I 
tie the rope around myself and hop, 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 leap and hope that Lucas and uh, Mike save me if I fall. Make an athletics check. Strength. You easily clear it. You were perfectly limber. You timed it right. You landed on your feet. You took a bow at the end. There's nowhere over here to fasten a rope, correct? As soon as you get over there, you can see to your right that there is a rather large cavern. And in the middle of that cavern, you see a sleeping Thessal Hydra. There is nowhere to tie a rope. Tied to the Thessal Hydra. There you go. It'll pull us all across. <laughs> we'll pull it into the chasm. Right now, the Thessal Hydra is probably 50 to 60 feet away from you. Okay, so I'll need three ropes. Uh, <laughs> Max is going to like have a holy crap moment and motion the like crudest army ranger hand symbols to be like, the fucking thing is around the corner. Make a performance check. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have no idea what he's trying to say. Shreds. You see him waving his hands wildly and it just no not clicking. Three words. Starts with starts with Thessel High ends with Dra. Okay. Uh when they it's obvious that they don't get my meaning, I'm going to kinda of get over near the wall. And I know there's not much to like grab onto or anything, but I'm going to kind of brace myself and I have the rope and I get ready for whoever's going to make the next jump to like somehow affix themselves to the rope or whatever they're going to do. I would like to be an anchor point. Yep. Yeah. You uh, wrap it around your waist and uh, the tunnel where you're at just curves immediately right towards the Thessal Hydra cavern and you can uh, just put yourself around that corner and brace yourself very easily we can okay. have uh, two anchors if somebody wanted to anchor on the other side and let people over under on the on the rope I'll anchor on the other side unless okay. y'all wanted to do runny jumpsy happy fun time So you have Lucas tying himself to the other side, and you're going to try and climb across the rope then? I was offering that up to the cleric and wizard, who would probably not be super best at jumping. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Uh, why don't we have uh, the wizard go first? I'll cast Guidance on him to assist in this process. Sure. Right. Are you are you going to try and jump it, or are you going to try and climb the rope? That's a good question. Um, I... <laughs> I'll just say this. It, if you're going to climb the rope, I won't actually make you make the check. I'll make a Lucas and Max make the check because they're holding you. You can wrap your arms and legs around the rope and not have to... Yeah, there's uh, no way I'm making that jump. <laughs> all right. What do you want? Is strength? Uh, strength I want 
or both of you to make strength or athletics checks and it'll be pretty simple because you're you're anchored between the two of you you can carry his weight it's just awkward all right lucas you got to do good to make up for his he rolled a 23 man 23 oh 23 i I wasn't even looking at that so uh max you kind of slip a little bit but lucas keeps the tension taut and uh Bert does not fall down. Will the Wise does not fall down. You manage to scurry across. So there are now two of you on the other side of the chasm. <laughs> Your turn, Mikey. All right. Uh, I can't guidance there on you, Lucas. And then across I go. All right, let's do it again. Athletics for both of you. Oh, yeah. This time, Max, you were just not prepared the first time because you were around the corner. This time you were ready for it. and The the tension never goes slack. He easily makes it across. Okay, I guess I'll tie the uh, rope around my waist and I'll do a running jump and hopefully you guys will all be holding on to the other end in case I don't make it to drag me up. Don't forget your your guidance. You get to add a D4 to this if you want. Okay, let's see. Nope, I'll save that. I feel like I should technically note that I took off all my gear, so at some point before the last person's across, like they'll either grab it and put it in a haversack, or I'll use the rope to bring it across. But this is me noting that I... He, he already said, jumped without you saying it, so you're I just left. geared <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, Lucas easily makes the jump with all the gear and his plate armor. And you are now clinking in front. Sorry, uh, clinking in front of a sleeping Thessal Hydra. I quickly scramble for my weapons. Battery plate? No, I got chainmail. I wish I had plate. He said you had. Sorry, plate I, I was going with the, the picture. He's the DM. Yeah, you, you have chainmail. Uh, I'll take plate mail. That's right. <laughs> Um, okay, so we Your found target is within sight. How big what is it? Now doing? that I can see it, what's the size of this thing? It is big. Um, let me pull up the sheet here. It is so, huge to be oh, it's technical. A, it's a oh wow okay. Ooh. There is just a large torso. On one end has a tail with a pincer. The other end is a giant mouth. There's no neck. And then around the mouth where the lip should be are eight serpentine heads. And they're all taking turns snoring. You know, I'm really regretting that long rest in the upside down. Probably our biggest fuck-up of this game so far. We can always take a little rest rest right here, guys. It'll be great. If it wakes up, it'll just let us nap, because it's polite. I mean, you were polite enough to let it nap. It's common courtesy. It really, yeah. Is there any opening? Is there anywhere that's not full of Hydra currently? Like, is there anywhere else to go? You could try to skirt around the Hydra. There is a tunnel that uh, 
curves around right past the Hydra. Does it look like it goes anywhere from here? Uh, what do you mean? Like, it doesn't seem to be more of the room. It looks like there's a, an actual tunnel somewhere. Correct. It curves around, so it looks like it keeps going. Uh, well, our front man just took a BRB, uh, but I would be on Lucas at this one because uh, he's going to need to be the person who is closest to Thessal Hydra before we Thessal Hydra. Are there, looking around the room, are there any kind of environmental things that we could possibly use to our advantage? None that the book says. So we're going with a blank room here. Sounds good. Is, does the Thessal Hydra have wings? Does it fly? or look It like does not it have wings. It is, it is a large... quadrupedal. Is it larger than the big hole? Uh, it, it is the size of the hole. So, so it would like not it, fall too easily. It it gets in here because I saw its tracks come in, so that's how it came in here. It could that's easily it. jump the hole. Yeah, It'd be like, more like a long step for it. Yeah, technically, like out of game talk, huge is 15 feet by 15 feet, so that's like nothing. That chasm is nothing for it. Just looking at it, we can size it up and go, yep. That's just a little little step for that thing. It's starting to twitch and roll over. I am well, arrow at the ready, waiting on the party. Uh, I'll be back here with my nine fucking hit points. <laughs> yeah, I'll. Uh, I'm gonna try and stay back on this one, and I'll just focus <laughs> on healing. Uh, I guess. I guess I'm tanking. Okay. Yeah, uh, since you're tanking, uh, before we go into combat with this thing, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on you, uh, giving you plus two to your AC yes. for Thank the you. next ten minutes, as long as my concentration doesn't break. Okay. Um, hmm. This doesn't really give us a lot of options to do anything other than just take it on. Yeah. All right, I, I kind of drew the room. You guys are right where the circle is. And then Thessal Hydra is in the middle of the circle. Or in the middle of the room. Eight heads, huh? Eight heads and a giant mouth on top of that. Do we want to open this up with a spell? I think that would be a great way to soften this thing up. Well, I can do a barrage of magic missiles at it. <laughs> I don't think I've got anything that will do more damage on the average. Uh, roll a d4 for me uh, for your wand recharging. You got three more on it. Just burn out your wand on the opening. Uh... Volley, yeah. yeah. Does it count as prone, considering its size, in terms of me shooting it? It is still prone right now, yeah. Okay, so even though it's laying down, I figured it's humongous. I don't know if that affected it. Uh, I, I'm going to say yes, just so we don't get too finicky with it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, that's how the rules yeah. would work for the beginner box, I assume. Uh, I'm going to ready my arrow, and the moment that it is not prone, I want to shoot it. Copy that. All right, so let's uh, have everyone roll initiative if you're going to do a surprise attack. <clears throat> I unhook the rope from my waist before this happens. Nope, too late. I don't want to be tied attached. to a chasm. Yeah, no, I don't want to be attached to Lucas as he gets eaten. Yeah, right. Tossed <laughs> around by the heads. Yeah, two heads All right. eat spaghetti stringers. So we're going with the surprise rules. So you guys all get one action before we go to the top of the round and take actions like normal. So he rolled lowest. So you're actually all going to get two actions before the Thessal Hydra goes. So Lucas, you can go first. You can wait and ready an action, or you can just charge uh, up and swing at it. Um, crepes. Yeah, I'm going to ready an action. I am going to. Well, remember Wait. you'll have two actions, so you can take an action and. Hmm. Yeah, you'll end up with two actions before it gets to move. If you ready as your first action, nothing will happen because it doesn't get a turn, and then you'll get a second action, and nothing will have happened yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to uh, stand my ground for now. I suppose. I was going to ready an action for after uh, Will casts a spell to to attack this thing. I mean, we're going surprise round here. Yeah. So you get the first round of free hits, and then we'll go to the top of the order again. Oh, we'll gotcha, gotcha, action. gotcha. Yeah, okay. He's, he's well, saying run in there and swing at it. Okay, well, let's do that then. I like I like that. All right, so you rush forward, yeah. swinging with your great sword that is no longer special from being in the upside down, but a 20 does hit. 14 slashing is pretty good. Not too shabby. Okay, and this thing now wakes up and looks at me pretty angry. You swing your great sword down, easy to hit because it's prone. You actually had advantage there if you want to try and roll a crit. Yeah, let's roll again. But you easily slice into it, and it lets out a roar, but it's still on the ground as Max gets to do her action. I would like to bonus action. Uh, bonus action allowed, question mark? Yeah, you, you get a full turn. Just making sure. I would like to Hunter's Market. I know there's damage there, uh, but I'm just clicking on a thing. I would like to attack with Longbow, which would be at disadvantage because of prone. Right. So an eight to hit. Does um, not hit. And that's my first turn as I'm gonna kinda scooch as far back as I can this way. Okay. Still wanna be around the corner from the pit, but like as far from Thessal Hydra land as possible. You guys rolled great on initiative. Will, you're up. Alright. Five magic missiles from the wand. Really upscaling it. <laughs> 17. 
This thing is getting pummeled. I'm liking this double-digit damage that we're hitting it with. You broke off one of its heads with your magic missiles. Dexterity at disadvantage because it's prone. So you do two radiant. Not as good as everyone else, but it, it still counts. Every, <laughs> you know, every point counts. I'm helping. You did more damage than I did, so, you know, whatever. Uh, the Thessal Hydra is now aware you are here. And we go back to the top of the round with Lucas. So And this thing is halfway dead. It's well, still prone. It, you get advantage if you want to try for the crit. Still prone. All right. No crit, but uh, right, not as didn't aggressive get a chance damage to stand time. up. Right. All right. Bring my sword down on one of its heads again. Slice through so easily. Max, you're up. Resisting the urge to run up and stab this thing. Nine. Does not hit. I sit down in the corner and cry myself to sleep. You are now prone. Yeah. <laughs> Will. I'm, I'm prone emotionally, too. <laughs> All right. I'm going to cast my own magic missile at one level higher. So four missiles. 13? 13. Thessal Hydra guts are just bursting everywhere. This thing is bleeding and oozing everywhere. Mike, you're up. Uh, it's still prone, right? It's still prone. Sacred Flames. <laughs> <laughs> And it fails the save. You have <laughs> hit it with both of your actions. Well done. I did the thing. The Thessal Hydra jerks up to its feet. Doesn't know who to attack. It sees Lucas right in front of it, but it also sees the group of you in the back. And from its maw, its massive mouth, it just begins to heave. <sighs> And then it spits a glob of acid at the three of you. You're all within 10 feet, so make DC 15 dex saving throws. Fuck. You. <laughs> oh, we did Ooh. so bad. Didn't roll very well. So all of you failed, so you all take 12 acid damage. I have two. I'm down. Wow. Yikes. Lucas, you are up. <laughs> Whoo. That hurt. Um, okay, looking at this thing. How... Oh, uh, Lucas, I, I'm sorry. You didn't have to make the deck save because you were right up next to it. It was just the three of them. So oh. you didn't take the damage. I'm sorry. That was my fault for not being clear. Okay. Um, how looking at this thing, like how injured does it look? Does it look like it's it's like coughing up blood? It looks like it's just barely. Oh yeah, there. It, it's got a couple heads missing. It's got broken bones. There are cuts and slashes and bruises. It's beat up in every way possible. And Mike, you're still up. I sure am. Nope, I'm still up. I'll handle okay. healing. All right, I'm gonna try and hit this thing. Does a 12 hit? 
It does not. Do I have inspiration? Yeah, let's go with it. I will reroll that. Does a 14 hit? 14 just barely hits. And I'm going to use Divine Spite at a second level spell slot to do 2d8 extra damage to this thing. Ooh. How do you want to kill it? How many heads are left on this thing when I do my killing blow? Because I'd like to lift my sword up and just <laughs> we'll say five. slice it through the five remaining heads just in one fell swoop. Just take them all off. You're the best barber this world has ever seen. <laughs> A surgeon barber. <laughs> <laughs> you slice through and now headless, it rides and lifts up on its back legs before collapsing to the ground with a thud. You have slain the Thessal Hydra. Awesome. I wasn't here for the Demigorgon, but this seems kind of anticlimactic to what I walked in. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the Demigorgon was way harder. <laughs> They're supposed to be the same challenge rating, but getting a surprise round with two attacks in between. Not having to fuck around with regenerate. Right. The regenerating was bad for the Demogorgon. And having some decent damage come up. And Max has now died. No. <laughs> no. I mean, no one healed her. Well, we're, oh. we're just ending. I'll cure. I'll, I'll healing work. <laughs> <laughs> there. Max, you're back. Stop being dead. 8 HP. <laughs> you are conscious, and your party has slain the fearsome Thessal Hydra. Maybe if you weren't taking naps every time we get into a fight, that would have gone faster. <laughs> From the, the cleric who fell three times in this adventure. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and... Uh narratively cutscene the end of the adventure here. Okay. Moving through the Thessal Hydra's lair, you found coins and gems and artwork, which you're sure you'll be able to sell for quite a few gold pieces, plus a couple magic items. Going around the corner, you find a group of troglodytes that used to worship the Thessal Hydra as a god, but after seeing your power, have begun worshipping you. Fuck yeah. You also notice that that uh, cave continues on and you pop out a secret door so you would not have had to jump the chasm. But you easily carry the Thessal Hydra <laughs> heads in your bags of holding to Sir Tristan, who gives you every compliment possible. He welcomes you as conquering heroes. He showers you with treasure. He promises each of you a favor of your choice as long as it is within his power to do so. You are now the heroes of the realm known for slaying the fearsome Thessal Hydra. Nice. Yay! We That's all. Did it. I was going to make a joke about getting head, but... <laughs> First the, uh, the rocks and the uh, upside down, and now this. I don't dig around. So oh, that's great. Oh, you guys got the 5-0 on them. Sorry. You guys uh, went through 
every story beat of the adventure. However, there was quite a bit of combat that got skipped just because you guys went one route instead of the other. Uh, what did you guys think of the adventure? I want to ask, what did the, the Thessal Hydra have in its bag of tricks? I assume each head had different powers, and we just got to see one of them, or was that was the acid its main... The acid was its best ability, otherwise it would make a one mouth attack and one flurry of bites is what it's called. It gets multi-attack, one maw, and one flurry of bites, or it can do a tail pincer attack uh, to grapple a target, or it can do the acid spit. Interesting. But it, it really only got one action because of the surprise attack. Now, my question about the adventure comes in to, was the upside down supposed to be like that? Like, I feel like partially because all of my rolls sucked and I was the person with the advantage on searching for monstrosities and all that stuff. But even with advantage, I rolled a damn eight to track it down. Was there anything else to do in the upside down aside from get lucky on finding the Demogorgon and fighting it and talking to a weird princess lady, or did we miss anything there? You did not miss a thing in the Upside Down. In fact, you actually did more in the Upside Down by going to the cave than uh, is actually written. Uh, you're not supposed to visit the cave until you have already slain the Demogorgon, and then you immediately pop out the flower is what this assumes. Okay. The proud princess... Uh, She's an interesting character. She actually gets more text in the adventure than any other part of the adventure. But basically, she's just meant to tell you guys to kill the Demogorgon, and then she's meant to tell you to leave her alone because she's doing her own thing. And it never says what her own thing is. That's weird. I was trying to figure out like where that came from, because obviously I know this can't be word for word like the show the the show didn't have anything in it aside right. from oh my god it's the bam mini on the table demogorgon yeah, but so like, really just a cameo for for the miniatures really all it is yeah it that's all it is is just an excuse to use the miniature and the proud princess is supposed to be like an homage to 11 i think that's but what i kind of got out of it yeah so it's just it doesn't really on. yeah it does and Actually, she's like the narrative force because she's the one that tells you how to finish the quest. Because the first cave, if you explore the whole thing, there's no spot for the Thessal Hydra to be sleeping. And that's why you guys were confused. Like, why are we at the second cave? Because you didn't get to finish exploring the first cave. Right. But if you had, you would have known that you had to keep going to find the Thessal Hydra. Okay. So I think that would be, if I had to like mark it up for complaints and mostly because I've already done my, here's my complaints about the original starter set. If I had to mark it up for complaints, um, one, the fact that we got to where we're at having missed parts, so we assumed that we needed to get back to cave one to find the Thessal Hydra. Two, badass princess ex machina is badass, but leaves me wondering for more there. And the mm, it's weird, like, even as a more experienced DM, if I was handed that, I don't know what I would do with her or be able to flesh her out better. I think I would try to give her a bit more personality and actually give her a quest instead yeah. of just saying she has a quest. And then I'd probably have her help you guys fight the Demogorgon. Because to be honest, some of these fights have been pretty hard for you. Uh, uh, none yes. of these fights have been cakewalks. 
Although there have been several fights that would be cakewalks, but the mandatory fights would be difficult. And then adding in the extra fights on top of that, you guys would really be struggling. It would have so, definitely, yeah. A lot I don't of those know. dice. It, the Demogorgon would have went a little better if we hadn't already been low on resources true, and true. if I hadn't missed four attacks in a row because the the ranger with both of its add-on abilities like could have cranked out some stuff. Uh, Lucas being on the ground, not doing his 15 damage every round also made the Demogorgon fight much harder. But also, you have to have fire for it to not regenerate, and they specifically did not give the one character who has fire abilities a fire cantrip. So I feel like if Will had not been careful with saving spell slots earlier in the adventure and we just got here and had only cantrips, what do we do? Yeah, or what if so luck. What if someone playing this didn't select Will as one of the characters they ran this with? There would have been so, no way to beat it. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, I, I think this adventure, you you really do have to play it with five characters to be a starter set. For like an easy difficulty, you need five characters. Otherwise, there's no provisions in it for making it easier for less characters. Like if I tried to run with three people, it'd be crazy difficult. And then also people not knowing how to play D&D, knowing that you need fire to kill things sometimes. Uh, even if you saw the show and saw that it didn't like fire... It, it'd be hard to make that connection. Yeah, and the I mean, only fire people have are their torches, torches and tinder boxes. And, stuff. and we already... Light already didn't work here, so we weren't like carrying torches and stuff. So we, we had reasons to not even be carrying lit torches like a standard adventuring party. So right. we're one step further away from hit it with fire than like if we had just bumped into it in a cave. But again, I'm not like, I'm not bashing the things. I'm trying to think about what somebody who, a brand new DM who's trying to to, to learn this adventure, watches our stream I, and, and comes at it from that angle. Like these are the things that I would be concerned about. I, I don't think this is an ideal product for a first time DM and or group. You're better off going at the Lost Minds of Endover. I 100% agree. And it, it's kind of sad because this product does seem to be very much designed for a new dm but there's just it needs a bit more hand holding like if i was running this for my main group and i wasn't running it entirely out of the box i feel like i would have had to put a lot of prep into this to get it to the point where i'd be confident and feel good running it yeah it it runs less like the starter set and more akin to modules like Storm King's Thunder and Tomb of Annihilation, which function out of the book, but are expecting that the DM read ahead and have done stuff instead of, hey, you guys want to come over today? Pull the stuff straight out of the, the box and wing it, which you can do with the first starter set. I have a general comment about this set, um, if I may. Yeah. Okay, everybody pull up the character sheet for Will the Wise and for the Cleric. Their inventories are swapped. Let me make sure that wasn't my fault. <laughs> Everyone knows how Steven is. I seem to be... I've got the, the Cleric. I got Mike open still. I've got my shield, chainmail, mace, crossbow. 
Yeah, but what I have is the Holy Symbol Prayer Book Incense Decks Investments. I don't have a crossbow, okay. yet I have the skill for it. <laughs> so that oh. is because of your acolyte background. You both have acolyte backgrounds, which is why you have all the prayer books and incense sticks. But the cleric and, uh, doesn't have those, is what I'm saying. The cleric doesn't have a prayer book. Yeah, I don't know why the cleric doesn't. doesn't have a holy symbol. They're acolytes as well. They, without the yeah. holy symbol, he can't cast spells. It, he right. has an amulet, which is supposed to be his holy symbol, I believe. Yeah, that's what I was interpreting that as. It, it does seem odd, though. Like, it should have the prayer book and holy symbol. But I think most of that comes from the background of being an acolyte. But it also makes no sense that I can use a crossbow and I don't have it, yet the cleric does, and the cleric can't use it because it's a crossbow. I can use there. a crossbow. No, you can't. It's an edge weapon, right? Uh, it counts as simple. But clerics can't Ed use Edged weapons weapon. aren't a thing in 5th edition. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, for this adventure, if I were to run this for new people, first off, I would have to rework these character sheets like you were pointing out. There's stuff that's not quite right. The wizard should have had the fire cantrip. Uh, and then putting a little bit of personality into the characters to kind of help out. Like, hey, read this little paragraph. This is what your character is about, like Fandelver does. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that in Fandelver as well. Like giving a character an idea, just like a springboard to jump off. And because right. you can completely disregard it, too. It, yeah, mean... if you're good or if it's something you're capable of. But for, you know, yeah, someone fresh off the street, come play D&D. It would be very useful. The other thing I would change, the big thing I would change, is I would get rid of the princess altogether and replace her with a a child or a you know a, someone who needs help and protection but has been trapped here for a while. That would be able to I'll tag information, doing it more like how Will was in the under uh, upside down, like hey. To yeah. get out, you need to do this. Oh, hey, if you come across it, it hates fire. Oh, if the party doesn't have fire, like, oh, I have this item that does fire damage that I've been using to protect myself when it comes at me. I think uh, you're onto something there, because especially like you guys having to find the Demogorgon, this, uh, the book says you need to roll three survival checks, and if they all fail, the Demogorgon finds you. And if you pass, you find the Demogorgon having the child there would give you a reason to find the Demogorgon or a reason for the Demogorgon to come upon you instead of just like, okay, I'm throwing dice at it. Toe. Yeah. Just right. wandering the woods, which is kind of how the maze worked. Like we were at the mercy of pure luck, regardless of how we did with our ropes and it, getting clever. Didn't really help us fix the maze. It didn't. Uh, yeah. Anytime. I don't know. With starting new players, frustration is the the worst thing. Right. Not knowing what yeah. to do. Well, and, someone sorry, someone left a comment on my video that they're watching this because they're getting ready to run and DM their first game ever, and they're going to run this. So now, knowing that, I I almost want to reply to their comment. Don't make this your first game. <laughs> right. Or if, or if here's you, some tips. Here's some tips. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe we can. I, I feel like there's a lot of areas where people are just going to be scratching their heads. Like, how do we solve this when there's nothing to actually solve? Absolutely. Well, 
that that's... whole riddle where we had to keep going through the cave and it kept changing and it was just random rolls that would get really frustrating as someone who's never played this before and they might just walk away and give up right also it's the stranger things starter set okay as much time as we spent out of the upside down and in the weird maze and stuff like that why could that content have not been in the upside down to give it that like stranger things oomph let me go through the upside yeah. down version of the the dungeon or have the maze be in the upside down or something like or have give, the Thessal hydra wander into the upside down we have to chase it into it something right. because at this point the only reason that the upside down exists is because they took a clear shot dungeon which is get to the end of this cave and fight the Thessal hydra even if it is two separate caves whatever but that's the dungeon that was a starter set and then they bolted on this weird you get stuck in the upside down you have to find the demogorgon to get out and fight excuse to use this mini it's it's bolted on to the side and all it does is break up the getting to the Thessal Hydra part of the dungeon from the here's the boss fight part of the dungeon i agree they could and have a, a couple random encounters in the upside down to make it feel like you're doing something else other than the proud princess who I don't think she really counts as much of an encounter, but like the woodcutter that you guys explored, I made that up on the spot. And then like being able to see the spiders, I also made up on the spot just to like give you guys some, some sort of feedback while you were in there. Yeah. Because again, my bad on rolling low and being the one character who's good at that skills, but like without that, the upside down is empty sands you princess demogorgon and princess is literally just you know deus ex machina to point you at the demogorgon so right that's that's my biggest complaint um make make a dungeon in the upside down <laughs> even if it's the wandering even if it's encountering shadowy versions of sorry i have hiccups uh, shadowy versions of like the skeletons and and the crazy night encounter or whatever like that can all be done in spooky upside down misty land the, the it... problem with that though is no recovery so you can't have a substantial part of it in the upside down and expect your expect to get through it because you've got no way to regenerate hit point I mean, and a new group might just go crazy using spells in their first encounter right yeah right Oh, I guess you got your spells back, but you didn't heal. This just says that healing does not work unless it's magical. So you cannot use hit dice, and you cannot regain healing from any ability that is not magic. Once Cheers. again, you could have that kid show up, and the kid's also got a backpack with some extra healing potions. Or, oh, hey, I found this. Yeah, yeah. give some you potions. Yeah, yeah, the, I key, mean... the king giving out more healing um, would, yeah, that would have been useful. Yeah. Now, the king was supposed to give you healing potions with all the treasure. I messed that up and forgot to do it in the list because uh, the list of treasure is just a large paragraph, and it was very hard to read through on, like, to make sure I got everything on the spot because it wasn't just, like, bullet points, this is what they get. And that's, that's why I gave you guys the healing po potions from the troglodytes. To I, I gave you the same amount of healing potions. I just gave them to you a little bit later. Other than that's after fault a cleric fucked us up. Yeah, man, I did not do great, and that's okay. But yeah, uh, 
for, you know, you got to presume that the DM, it's also the first time the DM's running this. And if it was hard for you to easily make out what all the king gave, you know. Yeah. Right, exactly. And part of it is because this this font is massive as well. You get four paragraphs on a page, uh, four small paragraphs, like two sentences a paragraph. So, like, I'm flipping through 30 pages for something that should just take five. Hmm. Well, they wanted that charm to make it look like it was handwritten, right? Right, right. And it, it looks nice. It It is a nice-looking adventure. You know, it's got, like, the doodles that looks like a child was drawing, and, and it's fun, but it's just not readable. So I guess that's just a trade-off there. I was complaining about a third edition book the other day because I was plugging everything into uh, Roll20, and they had the, like, four paragraph note from your like from your patron uh all in cursive but no standard text anywhere in the book to tell you what it says so like i was squinting in my dark office to try and make light of this cursive and i was like man at a certain point americans ain't even gonna be able to read cursive anymore like how did you not plain text this anywhere Right. Uh, I'll second that. As someone who, I'm a pen geek, I write very well in cursive, but if I need to give my notes to someone else, i got to print that shit or they can't read it. They should definitely make things legible. So let's uh, wrap this up. Uh, let's hear uh, final thoughts from everyone, and then we can go through and tell everyone what we're doing, what we've got coming up. Uh, it's a thumbs up or thumbs down from everyone. Bert? Ooh, rough. As is, thumbs down. Uh, with some work, it could be nice, but as is, no. Not, not for an introductory set. What about you, Chuck? Uh, same thing. You know, it was fun to play because we know what we were doing. But for a new group, new DM, this is going to be full of frustration. Stick with Fandelver. Matt? Yep, I agree with these guys. If this is going to be your first exposure to the game or even the hobby, this is not the product I would recommend. Fendelver's fantastic. Or there's a ton of beginner's boxes out there for various games that are way more user-friendly and ease you into the game and give you all the tools you need to play it and understand it. And seal. Well, I mean, they all said the same thing, so I'm going to be different. Nope, just kidding. That is exactly my thoughts as well. I I bounce between a lot of RPG systems, so I normally start with the starter sets because I, much like the rest of y'all, get stuck being the DM every time we swap systems. And for a beginner box, which is, is what I see this as, a bunch of people who have not played RPGs ever watching the show and going, oh my God, I should try that thing. And then here's this product for it. I feel like a lot of people are going to get frustrated. And yeah, the the Fandelver adventure starts kind of rough with those first encounters being really tough. But the amount of resources that are available online, like tips and how-tos and uh, fight calculator adjustments and all that stuff for Fandelver, much better. Also, Fandelver's characters having full backgrounds and it lasting for, you know, five to six sessions and letting them get the, like, typical 
go into town, sell stuff, get side quests, like all around more fleshed out adventure. I got to go with Fandelver, especially for the, the price between the two boxes and stuff. I'm going to have to give it a final thumbs down as well. That's five thumbs downs. I, I just feel like a, it's a bit of a missed opportunity. And there's some things they did good, but they really could have capitalized it on it a bit more. And it, it could have been a home run with some work, but they just didn't quite get there. Yeah, I, I feel it, it sucks saying that, but I feel like it's a cash grab. It's going to make a lot of money off of people that buy it just for the word Stranger Things being printed on the box. And then be disappointed in the fact that the Stranger Things was clearly just bolted onto essentially a D and D adventure. Like there's no Stranger Things to it. You're not playing the characters because they d- they don't even have the characters from the show's personalities slapped onto them. And sorry, Stephen, the box says Hasbro on it and not Wizards of the Coast, right? And I know Hasbro it owns does. Wizards of the Coast, but it's not Correct. branded Watsy at all. Oh, no, yeah. uh, it it does have. Uh, the Wizards of the Coast designers listed as editors. Like it's got Jeremy Crawford on there, Chris Perkins, Kate Welch, and a few others. Uh, Mike Morales is on there too, James Wyatt. So it does have the 5th edition design team listed in the credits. However, there is no Wizards of the Coast. It says Hasbro Gaming on the adventure. Interesting. So yeah, pure cash grab. <laughs> By the All right, company. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, sign sign off with uh, what we got coming up. Bert, what's what? in the pipeline for? What do we have coming up? I think we're starting Zweihander this Thursday, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we are. We're gonna Zweihander? be uh, yeah, making this... some ugly characters that are gonna get beat up <laughs> even more. I hope so. Zweihander yeah. this Thursday at eight p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So whatever that is, your local time. We're gonna kick it off, and we're gonna do um. I was going to say the enemy within, I wish. Um, a Bitter Harvest is the name of the quest that we're going to be playing. It should be three to four sessions long. I won't be able to join you, but I will be sitting in stream and heckling you and hosting the stream and, and all that stuff. My Excellent. life is just too crazy lately, so I've been falling back on one-shots and other shenanigans, and I can't, even with it being a short thing, life's just too crazy. All good. We appreciate the support with the the heckling and the hosting. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for joining us, and thanks thank you for... guys for playing with me. Yeah, thanks yeah, for running this. Not my thanks best, for running my yeah. best adventure. But that's uh, great, man. Yeah. I had fun. Yeah. That's what me matters. too. Yeah, I had a good time playing it. All, All right. right. Good night, guys. Good night. Thanks. Bye. Bye.